stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Good morning. We're back again on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, at 9 a.m. It's Easter standard time every single morning. And through this time, we're going to begin. We're going to deal with healing, and also we're going to deal with. Uh, the coronavirus, and how to understand it, how to perceive it, how to work together, and how to be positive as to what's happening. And most of all, we're going this week to bow before God. We're going to ask Him forgiveness for our sins. We're going to confess our sins. I'm going to give a, a, a communion, a, literally a communion that... Uh, will be through this program right here. I offer you the communion plate, uh, cup, and you take it, and, uh, and I offer you the bread, and you take it, and you kneel, and we repent before the Lord. And, uh, and so uh, be prepared. Get you some bread, and get you some uh, juice, and we're going to have communion uh, beginning tomorrow morning. I want to talk to you about uh, Luke seventeen eleven because... It's the first time that social distancing is used in the Scriptures. It came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, and he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Well, it's like traveling east. And, uh, and on the other side of the Jordan River, you know, the country of Jordan next to you, going east toward Russia, going east on the other side of the Jordan, that Jesus decided that he would travel south toward Jerusalem on the east side, which is the longer route. It's longer. You don't have to do that. If you come out of a Galilee in Samaria, which is Galilee is below Samaria, and you have to go into the east side, you will come to the area of uh, the Golan Heights where you're going to then go south all the way down to Jericho and then come in and come in west to Jerusalem. And of course, the disciples must be bothered by this. Why do we have to go to the longer route? And the reason why is because God had a meeting. <clears throat> God had a meeting with, uh, <clears throat> with the people in Samaria, with the people in Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, which stood afar off. Ten met him. Now, 
Why did they stood afar off? Because verse 21, which is Leviticus chapter 13, 21, is the first time the Scripture presents social distancing. It says, but if the priests look, when the priests see it, uh, and the priests look at it, the arm, and behold, there be no white hairs therein. No white hairs. And if be not lower, and if it be not lower than the skin, but be somewhat dark, then the priests shall shut him up seven days. Well, they didn't do fourteen days; they did seven days. And of course, uh, the responsibility of the priest is to of the gospel today is to say what is sin and what is not sin. The preacher of the gospel to pronounce sin as sin. Unfortunately, the church today does not deal with sin anymore. We don't talk about it. It's just not really proper or even accepted anymore. For instance, drunkenness is referred as a disease or, or, or alcohol and drugs it's, it's an addiction. But in fact, it's really rebellion against God, rebellion against men, against family. Because when a young man decides that he will not no longer, no longer, uh, accept himself and begin to infringe upon the family, uh, it's a sinful thing to hurt children and hurt the wife. And so, Jesus enter into this village. And there met them ten men who were lepers, and stood, which stood afar off. Leviticus 13.21 refers to that. They stood afar off. The law says, don't come close together. Social distance yourself. And they lift up their voices. They weren't allowed to come to Jesus. But they began to shout. Now, the law doesn't say you don't have to shout, but they begin to shout. And the shouting had, had uh, 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 a word that says, Jesus, Master. Jesus, Master. Now, it's much closer. Uh, it's not as close as Son of David and Bartimaeus, but it comes close together. Master Jesus have mercy on us. Because they heard what Jesus had done in those days. The miracles. But he was so far away from them. Social distancing, distancing is painful. You know, when I come home, uh, I just want to be in a family environment. But when you can't hug your children, when you can't embrace your children, when you have to be away from your father and your mother and loved ones, it's not an easy thing. And we are suffering from that right now. 
suffering from the idea that we have to be in our room, totally distanced from the, the ones we love, from the family. You know, grandma and granddad live next door. We can't go over there. Uh, 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 we have brothers and sisters in the family. They are another town. We can't go visit them. We can't for fear of exposure. And this is what really the ten lepers are feeling. They're feeling, they're feeling as if they have been put down, put that they're they're separated, that they're rejected. They're 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 feeling the pain of rejection. And perhaps you today uh, is feeling the same. And so I want to encourage you that you be able to uh, uh, will be able to uh, understand that the pain you're having right now uh, because of this coronavirus, that God is watching that, that the Lord is seeing that and He understands how, how, it is, how difficult it is for you. Now, in every situation where the plague of some kind came upon God's people, God provided a way out. In Egypt... God provided a way out. When the tribes would come against Abraham to slaughter them in the midst of the desert, God provided a way out. When Samuel came to Saul and said to him, Hold on, do not offer uh, uh, an offering, uh, a burnt offering until I get back. Because you see, the enemy surrounded the camp of the Israelites. They were everywhere. At another time, God said to David, Look upon the mulberry tree, and when I give you a signal, you attack. Meaning that the Lord was orchestrating that battle to where 50 men could win against 10,000. And every <clears throat> situation, every biblical aspect of, of, of deliverance, God has provided. God provided the angels to minister to Jesus during the temptation. After the temptation, God provided uh, the, 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 uh, the angels of God to watch over Jacob and to, and to minister to him after he had the encounter with the Son of God in Jabbok, the little, the little creek where he fought with that angel, which is really a person of Jesus Christ. And uh, he was ministered to. In every situation where the humble people of God is suffering, God provides a way out. And so, and so they lift up their voices. That's all they have to do. So what does it mean to us? You have to lift up your voices. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for my family. Pick up some oil. Anoint the front door. Anoint the back door. Anoint the middle of the house. Have a prayer with your family together and say, God, send the blood of Jesus over our house to protect us from the plague. God, put the blood of Jesus Christ on my doorpost, O oh God, for I humble ourselves before you and we pray. And so this week, we're going to be contacting all of those who are part of our ministry to a program called Zoom. And we're going to divide our ministry in, into 15 sectors. And we're going to be uh, 
uh, uh, we're going to be uh, praying with you this prayer of protection, this prayer of healing. And as we pray, it's going to be doing in sectors. And, and, uh, and so this whole month, we're going to be on the phone all day with groups of people. It's, the program is Z-O-O-M.com. And we'll tell you. Dot, dot U.S. <clears throat> All right. They lift their voices. Ten lepers. Couldn't come close. Social distancing. But they lift their voices. And said, Jesus, have mercy on us. Are you doing that? Are you saying to the Lord, have mercy on us? Because you see, you've got to do that. We all need mercy. We all need repentance. And that's the way you do it when you are going through a storm like this one that is isolating this country. 150,000 people, I don't know, numbers close to that, that are seriously ill in our hospitals. What do you do? You ask for mercy. You say, Jesus, have mercy on me. Now, verse 14, there's something. Because it says, when he saw them. Why did uh, Jesus saw the ten lepers? Well, obviously, he went into this village. By this time, he's well known all over the land. He is meeting thousands of people as he walks from village to village. They're all coming to see him. And he saw the ten lepers because they cried out to him. The Bible says, ask, seek, and knock. Knocking means exaggerate. Call him out. Speak out boldly. Ask the Lord for your family, your business, your financial protection, your, your home, your, your wife, your children. You can't be so silent. You can't be so morbid. You can't be so isolated inside of your spirit realm. This is the time to be vocal. Amen. And so, he simply saw them, and he said unto them something. So I want you to see the situation. Jesus took the long, takes the long road to Jerusalem by, by coming out of Galilee, turning from the top will be a left turn, cross the Jordan, and go south. It's a very lonely and quiet road. Then when he gets close to Jericho, he turns right and goes back to Jerusalem. Why did he do that? I don't, I, it was to meet the ten lepers. Well, you don't know what's going to happen when you are led of the Spirit of God because the Holy Spirit does not tell you all that you need to know until you need to know. You just got to do what you got to do. You just got to do what you got to do. You just got to move. You just got to have an expression. A lot of people are not blessed in church because they don't approach the altar of God in order not to embarrass themselves. Well, you never be blessed if you act like that. Every time you go to church, go up to the altar, kneel down before anything else. Right during the praise and worship. Kneel down. 
and, and, and pray and, and then go back to your seat. It's kind of funny. We're very private. Well, you see, we can't be private during something like happening in America today. And so, when he saw them, he said unto them, he got, they got his attention. And he said, show, go and show yourselves to the priest. Well, the priest was the type of person who knew if a person was clean or unclean. Today, thousands, literally thousands are going to be tested for coronavirus. You're going to a place, somebody take a swipe over your mouth and tell you if you, if you have it or if you don't have it. That's the way it is. In other words, if you feel the symptoms of coronavirus, you go and have yourself tested. Well, probably people don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to do that because, you know, I'm afraid that, that I'll have something. And, uh, well, you see, by faith. Now, why do I, what am I saying to you? What I'm saying to you is that when you move from point A to point B, is when the miracle occurs. People are going to be tested. But when a Christian is tested, he is, he is approaching, testing, under the anointing in the presence of the Holy Spirit, trusting God for immediate healing. Let me give you an example. A young man in Tennessee called... called uh, uh, he, he is uh, related to, 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 to Cindy Walker. It, it's, it's her son-in-law, Robbie. And so we found out that Robbie works in a prison in Tennessee. Begins to cough, had uh, headaches, and also had chest pains. Also had all the symptoms of the coronavirus. But he went and was tested. Before he got to the testing place, prayers came all over Tennessee, all over our office, all over the family of, uh, of Cindy Walker and John Walker from, from Watkinsville. We began to pray that God would deliver this, this young man from this, from this plague. Well, I'll tell you, the test was negative. He has nothing to do whatsoever. He is clear. It took seven days to get the results of his test, but he is cleared, and he is alive, and he is being treated by, for something else, but not for coronavirus. And what I'm saying to you is that don't be afraid of being tested. As you go, as you go. Now, why, what is this principle? Well, let me explain to you a little more. All the miracles of Jesus fall in three categories. Those that are healed by faith, those that are healed by working a miracle. Those that are healed by a gift of healing. A gift of healing comes when you have communion. You know, the Catholics call Mass. When you, when you go and you take the Eucharist and, 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 you, and you come before God and you, and you surrender, you put the cup in your mouth and, and you confess your sins before the Lord, which is a powerful thing to do. That can be a moment of great healing. A gift of healing comes when you take communion. A gift of healing comes 
when special faith comes over you in a situation and you and you and you go uh, and, and, and and ask for prayer and God totally heals you. There was a young man that went to Brazil not too long ago, maybe five years. And the doctors told him that uh, he had six months to live. I don't know what his illness was, but I think it was pancreatic cancer. And uh, six months to live. And, uh, and so he came uh, to Brazil. Uh, I remember that young man and his beautiful young wife and the little two, two little children, a boy and a girl, dressed impeccably at the airport. I saw them hug. They said hello to each other. He went to Brazil, and he went. Uh, he went to uh, uh, to the altar to pray, and he cried before God. It was a sad trip for this young man because he prayed all all day long. I met him at the altar several times. We had eight or nine churches to visit and to preach. And so he, he stood under the, the pew and got in there and I could hear his cry. He came back and uh, I told him to go to Tampa. Now, I didn't know what was in Tampa. I had no idea what was in Tampa. I had no comprehension of what Tampa means, but I heard the word Tampa. T-A-M-P-A. A city on the, on the, on the west side of Florida. And he went to Tampa and found a hospital there that treated this type of illness. He went into the room where a Serbian, from, a doctor from Serbia, you know, the, 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 the Eastern uh, uh, Soviet Union, uh, he, he asked the doctor to see him again uh, about it and, uh, and check his situation that he went to another hospital to check. And so now he's in Tampa, and he brought his papers, and the doctor said, well, uh, uh, that's what it is, uh, but let's do a test down here again, uh, blood. So, so he drew his blood, and they tested him. And instead of 45, 35A, it was now 35, 45B. And the doctor told him, uh, we can treat that. God can heal you. You, you, you. you are as good as healed. We can deal with that. Your, your cancer changed formality. And this young man that lives in Perry, Georgia, was completely healed and living today to give glory to God. Let me ask you this. Going from point A to point B can heal you. I want to pray with you that the Lord will convict you of that. And so, as it says here, as in one of them, as, and they came to pass, as they went, they were healed. As they went, they were healed. Meaning, as they went. And one of them said, when he saw that he was healed, came back and, and glorified God. He, he was the only one saved. The rest of it just received healing. But this one received salvation. And Jesus answered and said, Where there are not ten cleansed, and where are the nine? 
and they are not they are not found who return to give glory to God, say this stranger, which means a Samaritan. And Jesus said unto him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole, means you have been saved. I don't know how you're feeling this morning. I, I, I guarantee that some of you are very bothered and disturbed. I want to encourage you that as you cry out to Jesus, what is that verse that says, if my people, yeah, Second Chronicles, take a look and read that. Let me ask you this. You have to cry to the Lord. You have to humble yourself to Him. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Okay, so go ahead, uh, John. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm I'm looking at it too. Second Chronicles, what? Seven fourteen. Yes, go ahead. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Yeah. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their Let's land. take a look at this verse, basically. It says, if my people, are you his people? So he's personalizing those who believe in Jesus Christ as the Savior of the world. If my people, who are called by my name, they believers, humble themselves. Is America humble today? I have a problem with that. Is America humble today? You can be His people, but you don't humble. Now, if you're humble, then pray and seek my face. The same thing as the ten lepers. Cry out to God. And then He says something else. Turn from their wicked ways. Only then, only then, I uh, he, will I hear from heaven, not otherwise, and forgive their sins and heal their land. So let me ask you this. The beginning is say, would you humble before God this, 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 this morning? So wherever you are listening to me and you're able to see through this lotterain.com website, would you kneel right now? Would you lift your hands up in the air just like I'm doing right here? And you repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I humble myself before you. I ask you, God, to forgive my sin. I have sinned against you and against your holiness and righteousness. I have not humbled myself before you. I am your people. I'm called by, I am called by your name. So now God, I pray and I seek your face and I turn from my weak ways, wicked ways and I ask you to forgive my sin in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Visit www.latterain.com for more teachings. See you next time.
Thanks for tuning in. Visit www.latterain.com for more teachings. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Visit www.latterain.com for more teachings. See you next time.